Hi, this is Frank, the co-host of the show. Just a quick advertisement and we'll get started. The show is brought to you by Viral Marketing, which is my firm, and Chris Waters, who offers a way to scale his real estate team systems fast and profitably in your market. I mean, he's done over a thousand transactions a year in Austin. It's a business in a box, if you will. Anyway, I encourage you to go to getviral.com and download a free copy of our official video marketing plan that we recommend uh, you implement to stay in better touch with your database uh, using video and social media and email so more people call you to list their home. I also want you to go to themilliondollarrealestateteam.com and get yourself a free copy of Chris's book he wrote on how he earned after expenses, this is net profit, $1 million in only three years since starting his team. So that's it. No more commercial. And let's get to the show. One, two, three, go. All right, do it. The Listing Lead Show. So welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to the Listing Lead Show. I am Frank Klesich, your co-host. I'm here with Chris Waters, one of the top selling agents in the world. Thousands of home sales. And we have a podcast here that really, we try to keep on topic to one thing. There's lots of podcasts you can listen to about real estate that are pretty wide in scope. We like to say pretty narrow in scope is how do you get listings? How do we get homeowners to call you to list their house or maybe sell it to you if you're an investor? Well, all we talk about here, to the best of our ability to stay on topic is what are we doing to get listings? And if you go back to our show on the listingleadshow.com, go back and listen to some of these shows. God, they're so good. I mean, we've been around this space for a long time, for nearly a decade, listening to every show, every podcast that's out there. And we hate the ones that drone on and go off topics and tell all these long personal stories. When we get to the, the, the meat and the action, we try to do that for you here. And uh, go back to listen to some of the previous shows. Um, we've covered a lot. But someone who we haven't covered is just Chris. So we were looking for a guest this week. And I was looking at the guest list. And I was like, you know what? We should make Chris Waters the guest. So I got Chris here for a good 30, 40 minutes before he has to peace out. And in this show, I'm going to drill Chris on everything that I want to know on how to get listings. Chris, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Are you ready, Chris? So again, this is, let's you know, get- for, for people that have been listening to this for any given time, the people we have had on here, I mean, are, are the best like in the world. Straight beasts. Like, yeah. I mean, if you haven't heard of them, you need to look them up and you just need to follow in their footsteps. I, one challenge, you know what? One thing I thought of uh, the other day is the, there's this thing you got to do the right things in the right order. What I, I call it the that, marketing. Hi- I call it the marketing hierarchy of needs. Yes, yes. So there's a, mar- a marketing hierarchy of needs, and I think something really important for people that have been listening to the show for a while, they need to be mindful that most of these people we've had on the show, they did not start out spending tens of thousands of dollars every month on, for example, mass media or mass direct mail. And so you got to go after the low hanging fruit in the early stage of your, of your career and in your business before you step up into taking on some of these big marketing initiatives. I think that's probably the biggest piece of advice I can give to somebody is you, you see these people at this pinnacle of of the industry and you want to go you know copy and paste what they're doing but it actually would slow down your growth and could be potentially a, a huge costly mistake to your business well because you're you're hearing stuff probably on the top of the hierarchy of needs and not the bottom 
So That's this right. is, I was actually thinking about how I wanted to interview today. You know, because I could sit here, we could talk about, oh, you spend a gazillion dollars on billboards and TV and radio. And, you know, you basically dropped cartons of mail from, like, you know, I, I imagine you, Chris, like there's a, have you seen Dunkirk when the Nazis are closing in on the British and yes. they're all going to get killed? Yes. And they drop leaflets from the sky. Like they just throw leaflets out on the populace saying surrender. That's you. You're basically flying around Austin. <laughs> dropping leaflets. Yes. Saying, <laughs> sell your house. It's a good way so, to put it. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty darn close to that. So I don't want to ask you what you're doing for marketing. What you're doing for marketing doesn't have context. What I want to ask is people buy franchises from you. Yep. And you have you sell franchises to build a real estate team. And people hand over a you know, good amount of money and pay a royalty to you. See, Chris, I've done it all. I've hired the coaches, tried on my own, tried building a team. And there's this little niche of someone that would probably say, you know what? I will actually sign a franchise agreement with you. And your success rate of getting those up people up to speed is spectacular. Tell the audience in no uncertain terms, very briefly, the story of two or three people of how fast they got up to speed once they started working with you. I want to talk about what they did from ground one to get listings. Yeah. So just for uh, context, um, the first person I brought in, she was in a, you know, very small market, um, very, very small market. And she was a solo agent and probably selling between 25 to 30 homes a year. She had been licensed for a decade and uh, she hit this ceiling of 25 to 30 deals a year. And so um, her first year, uh, with my group, she quadrupled her production. She went from um, 25 to 100 closings. And um, the the key secret sauce is, you know, I reference this in the book, the Brand Ambassador Program, getting vendors to help you commit money to your lead generation program and work in tandem with you on lead conversion and work in tandem with- Okay, so let's stop right there. Let, let, let's stop right there. Like, this is so important, Chris, because how does somebody that's going paycheck from paycheck, making two deals a month, kind of barely getting their bills by, get the leads without like literally just pounding the phones an extra six hours every single day and selling their soul, right? To go from 25 to 100. They don't have the money for the marketing yeah, so records. You just can't sell a you can't sell a franchise and be like, yeah, just go blow five grand right. a month on ads. They didn't pay for that, and they get and you can't sell a franchise and say, oh, uh, just pick up the phone and make you know twenty more contacts every single day. Can't do that. It's because of this concept. And if you go Google and you go check out the Million Dollar Real Estate Team book on Amazon, is that explain to me very specifically? She went to who and got how much from who? So she got a. Um, home inspection company. She got a hundred and fifty bucks a month. She got a title company on board for a thousand a month. She got a mortgage mm-hmm. company on board for twenty five hundred a month. She got a home warranty company on board for two hundred and fifty dollars a month. And she had a, a general contractor that she uses a lot to help get repairs done to the property prior to it going live on the market. 
and uh, he kicked in $500 a month. So she was just shy of about five grand a month. And that was the, you know, the beginning of the, the, the kitty, if you will, for marketing dollars to, uh, you know, start going really heavy on lead generation. So, you know, what I'm going to say is probably going to sound boring to a lot of people, but the basics are in the beginning stages of growing fast, fast is going after lead sources that have a high conversion rate and have a short conversion cycle. So for example, the lead sources that are going to have the highest conversion rate and the fastest conversion cycle are people with the highest intent to buy, which sounds pretty self-explanatory, but what I, what I mean so. by that is somebody driving around a neighborhood and calling on a for sale sign is substantially more motivated than somebody inquiring on Google. In fact, it's six times greater the consumer intent to buy that call-in lead versus a internet lead. So the key, the key, Pete, the way you divide and conquer is the rainmaker Lori. She went all in on listings. We had a inside sales rep that was calling um, people likely to sell uh, various data sources of people likely to sell, like expires and withdrawns and. So was that was that her first? Um, hire? So her first uh, hire, she her 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 first hire was a virtual assistant. Her second hire was an inside sales rep. Her third hire was a buyer's agent, and her fourth hire was a full time assistant. So that's um, the VA. What did the, the VA do? Did a lot of the data entry, you know, a lot of like you know putting stuff in MLS lockboxes, flyers. Um, scheduling, making offers, like, and all this paperwork stuff. Like it's actually pretty impressive what a virtual assistant can do for you from an administrative per- perspective remotely. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the outbound caller, uh, the inside person making calls, they were just doing cold calls were in the States or overseas? Um, so the, um, the inside sales rep was in the States. Got it. So that's what she used the money on. The five grand went to that, and right? We, yeah, and then we um, had the inside sales rep out of my group in Austin, so he was on our. He's part of our inside sales team in Austin, and so he worked for her on a fractional basis. So he didn't call eight hours a day; he was calling four hours a day in Amarillo, which generated you know enough appointments to keep her busy when she was solo. Um, it was it was generating about ten appointments per month, and she was taking. Out of those 10 appointments, about four listings. So you can do the quick math there. That's 48 listings over the course of the year. And then just from hiring, and just hiring one already, person in your office that knew what they were doing for four hours a day. And they weren't calling and getting a lead. They were calling to set the appointment. Is that right? Yes. They're calling and doing an appointment setting. And so she got, um, she sold 48 additional listings um, in that 12 month period from the inside sales rep calling through people likely to sell. She already had, you know, a pipeline that she had for the past 10 years of 25 some odd deals she did every year from her sphere and referral. So you can do the math, 48 plus 25. And then she hired a buyer's agent. And her buyer agent started in the first 90 days, started working those sign call leads and their sphere. And her name was Alexis. Um, she knocked it out of the park. She closed in her first year 32 deals with Lori. Wow. And that's what took him over the 100 deal mark. 
But Alexis wasn't getting internet leads. She was getting the slam dunk stuff. She was doing open houses, which do not sound sexy, but one out of every eight families that walks through an open house should close and buy a home. So if you do open houses consistently Saturday and Sunday, you're going to get deals closed. And then if you you know work sign call leads, same ratio as an open house, one out of every eight leads on average will turn into a deal. You got to have the right script and the right value proposition to get the face-to-face appointment. And then you got to have the right value proposition to get them committed to working with you when you get face-to-face. And you have to have the right playbook to how to hold an open house correctly. That's right. Right. And you got to have the right playbook for what the signs should look like with the number, with the call tracking. That's right. I mean, you know, we talk about it in the book. Um, this sounds so crazy, but we we split tested um, just a couple of years ago the difference between using a local phone number that it was a vanity number, right? Through like callrail.com. And, um, and then our, that was like split test a, and then split test B was, um, using a, a tool called VoicePad. and VoicePad is uses a 1-800 number. So there's a sign writer on the for sale sign that says, call this 800 number 24 hours a day or text this number. Yeah. And then we also put it on the flyer and there's no price on the, on the flyer. And our, our total number of calls increased 300% compared to that local 512 number. And a lot of the calls, 60% of the calls came from that brochure. So I'm, you know, what I assume is people drive by, pick that brochure up, take it home and call, or they call on their car. Yeah, I'm saying. So you know, that, that's a small little tiny nuance to, um, I mean, just, I'm just thinking right there, man, like if I just need some easy cash, I would just go find someone that's listing houses and say, can I just go put that voice pad on all your, all your signs and just work these leads? <laughs> what a, what an easy, what an easy yeah, way to no joke. make a living and then doing the open houses with a simple open house playbook to get people there. Um, I, I do, I do have to go back, Chris. Um, You've tried outbound calling where you just pass the lead. Hey, uh, I'm just calling to see if you want to sell your house. Can I have someone call you back about getting you an offer? Sure. Great. Bye. And you pass the lead, right? But you said no to that. Yep. You said, no, we're not doing that. No, I'm going to hire someone to literally set the appointment. But the appointment has to keep. Chris, come on. This is hard Great. stuff. You have somebody in your office making four hours of outbound cold calls to set appointments and the, and the appointment actually keeps, you got some secret sauce there. So something, I think we got this from Corcoran coaching. No, wait, no, 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 no. Let me give credit where credit is due. I got this from Jay Kinder about nine years ago and it's called the seller counseling interview. And it is, I don't know if it's online. It's, um, Gosh, it is a long questionnaire that you go through when you talk to a seller. So once you've got the seller committed to a date and time, you tell them, hey, look, before I let you go, I'd like to ask you some questions so I can do a great job pricing your home and uh, be well prepared for our meeting together. And it's so it's a series of I mean, gosh, it's got to be over 20 questions. Some of those um, data points you'll collect uh, through the through just the natural conversation um, you have with them, but, um, that questionnaire is really the secret to success. Um, 
My God, that is so insightful, Chris. I don't know if it's if you did you find it online. I'm trying to my my browser decided not to work today. I would, um, you know, I'm happy to share this you know, with people that um, listen to the show. Um, well, email, yeah. Let's put up a link. I'll I'll share. I'll send the uh, seller accounting interview to to you, Frank, and we can put a link in the notes. It takes about 20 minutes to complete. Yes, it's no joke. Best if it's done by you, but it's okay if that's the only option. Oh, here it is. I found a little PDF about it. Very nice. Okay. You know, I got to tell you a story, Chris. Um, you know Jay Abraham that sells $100,000 consulting? Yes. You want to know how you sell $100,000 of consulting? I'll tell you right now. Everyone listening, you want someone to pay you $100,000? for consulting before Jay takes an appointment. Like let's say you go meet with Jay to talk about buying some consulting work, right? Jay, uh, Abraham, a 200 question page questionnaire shows up by FedEx to your house along with two reams of paper, two reams of paper of success stories and endorsements, letters of recommendation. And you can Google it, go to Google, type in the, uh, J. Abraham Monster Questionnaire. You'll find it, Chris. And then type in uh, J. Abraham Case Studies, and you'll see a 1,000-page PDF that pops up. And then his assistant calls you and says, let's fill it out. (laughs) Hours and hours of questions. You're sold before you meet with Jay. And when you go through something like that, you're like, this is expensive consulting just from the questionnaire. And you're super invested. You think you're not going to show up for that call after you lay all that out? Right? Oh, of course. And I'm telling you, man, I was, I, I've been to Jay Abraham's house. I, I, I went to Jay Abraham's meetings. And I saw the whole like thing. And that right there uh, blew my mind. And it's cool that you said that. You know, um, I, I post, I sent you an email, Frank, at the, uh, during Thanksgiving, I believe, and, or maybe it was this week. And I said, Frank, what would you do as, if, you know, in your marketing wisdom, if you had somebody that registered on your site and they gave you their home address, their first name, last name, phone number, and you just can't reach them. You've called them like six or seven times. You know, maybe they came in through Google or Facebook or some home valuation request, or maybe they heard about you through a friend or whatever. Um, what would you do to get that person to engage with you? Oh, and by the way, you've tried text messaging. Um, what would you do? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Well, so here's the deal. I'll tell you what I would do. Um, I would have the taxpayer pay for all my follow-up. I would have the U.S. taxpayers subsidize all my marketing. Does that sound so good, Chris? You would have, you would have the postal service. How would you service. like the United States? <laughs> you would send a package to them. Oh, to the postal come on. Service. Come on. I'm getting there. I I'm know taking all I the am. fun out of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. 100%. I would, so what's the only data that you have? Probably the address. That's what you can right? validate 100%. Probably the address. 100%. Skip trace the phone number. Good luck. And when you call, you're a pest, right? Text what them would you send worst, them? you're a pest. If you are going to text them, to the meetup. Well, hang on. Come on if now. you are going to text them, hold on, hang on. If you, I, I was, if I was going to text them, I would text them a video for sure, right? Like a video, just so you know. All right. Email is not reliable. 
Um, I would send them a priority mail envelope with a restricted delivery with signature. I'm going to write this down. That's going to write this down. So, okay. So you can go to the postal service and get a primary flat rate priority mail envelope for free. Just go grab like a hundred done. They'll actually drop them off for free. Um, you can stuff as much as every, you can fill the whole damn thing up for eight bucks and mail it anywhere in the 50 States. So $8 first class, fill the envelope up with whatever you want. Glitter, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Glitter bombs and that. So it's $8, but here's the problem. They just drop it off in the front door. That's not that special. So what you want to do is you want to get restricted delivery where someone has to sign for it and the actual homeowner has to sign for it. So they actually knock on the door and they wait and you have to go there and sign for the package, right? And you can't, it, the spouse can't sign, the kids can't sign, the nanny can't sign. They have to sign. And then what you do is get signature confirmation uh, where that, that signature goes back to you. So, you know, so it's technically called restricted delivery with signature confirmation writers on the postage order for a first class flat rate envelope, priority mail. So what you do is um, in your office, you print some stuff off, which we'll talk about here in a minute, and you stuff it in the envelope. Got it? And then you go to the Postal Services website and you use what's called click and ship. So USPS.gov, click, click and ship, and you type in the address of the recipient, the name, and your address, the from address. And uh, here's what's super important. Put the email address, or whatever you think the email address is of the homeowner in there. And the postal service will send them tracking updates. Hey, package is shipped at delivery facility. Well, it's on the way. You, it's being delivered. You tell the postal Missed service you. what their email address is? Yeah, because you can put in the recipient's email addresses. You can send uh, tracking updates to the recipient. So you basically put the recipient on a drip campaign from the United States government. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, what the hell is this? This is genius. <laughs> All right. You mentioned, you know what? You mentioned this in a previous show. So, yeah. well, you talked a little bit about it. Yeah. Let's, well, um, well, so let's move on to messaging. Okay. Well, I think the, um, I think the first message is, um, here's a list of homes that just sold in your area and the prices. I think that's important. Like, Hey, here's comps. Just so you know, I actually pulled, it needs to be personalized, right? So it'd be actual comps of home sales in the neighborhood of what they sold for. And it should also probably have like a CMA of what I think your home is likely worth. I don't know. But then what if you could, what if you alienated them? Use a range, use a range like they do in the high end. So to put like, it's, it's, here's what it's probably worth in a range. I wouldn't put the actual price. We'd still put a range, right? Um, you know, I think what gets people to talk. And again, I don't, I haven't done this because I do it for investing, which is a little bit different. But I would put the literal, the literal, the literal contract in there. Like here is the listing contract. Here is the what we'll list it for. Write in your price. I'll sell your home at your price. You tell me what you want to sell your home for, and it's my job for my commission to sell it for that. And if I don't sell it for that, I don't get paid. That's it. That's what I would do. Write your price in. Let's talk about it. There's pros and cons of all of it. But write your price in. I would have them, Frank. Well. Frank, what would it take for you to write that letter and share it with our audience? Oh, I can 100% write it. But I mean, that's, hey, look, here's some comps of homes that sold in your neighborhood. Look at the price. I ran a CMA on yours. I think it sells within this range. But who am I to know what your home should sell for? It's your home. You know it. You know what's up. I haven't been in there. Write your price in. Right? And And then call me and let's just have a phone discussion and let's talk about, you know, 
what your home could actually sell for. Let alone, I, 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 can, I have buyers. Here's a screenshot of my boomtown of all the buyers looking for something in your zip code. <laughs> like, I have buyers, right? Also, um, I have a guaranteed offer program. So if you want to skip all that, and you just want a guaranteed offer, you know, I can, I can do that. I can get you a guaranteed offer. Maybe there's some more information there. But, you know, don't take my word for it. Here's some other people that got this package. They were like, what the hell is this? And it's a picture of them holding the package that they got at their house saying, it was such a great idea to respond. I'm so glad I got this package. I, I was kind of freaked out by this. What is this weirdness? But then I was like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. I've actually decided to call. And we made a plan. Even and it's only 16 bucks. Yeah. And, 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 right? and we signed the listing contract to close in six months. Oh, I would throw in there. I would throw in there a bridge loan. Oh, I would totally. Then what's the number one objection? Where am I going to move? Where am I going to move? Like that's the, that's, I would totally put in there. Hey, like let's get you qualified for a knock or a homeward or trade in program where we could perfectly time the sale, make it super seamless. Right. Um, or if you're mailing the high end, Hey, like come, come, I'm going to pick you up my Bentley. I'm going to arrange like an afternoon back to back to back of the most expensive houses just for you. Like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here, private showing back to back to back. So you could pick a home that you want, you know, I'm going to take you out on the high end, like something like that, man. And that comes in that package. And again, like with all due respect, man, I bet you, I bet you the envelope could be blank. Chris, just send a blank envelope. Don't put anything in it. Don't, don't even worry what's in it. Just send it where they have to sign for it and, and they try to do it because I think that's, that's the value because here's what happens. So let's say they're not there. They leave a note on the door saying, I'll be back. Chris, they try four times. You know what they have to do to get the package? They have to go drive to the post office and get it. Okay. Oh man. And I've had people do that. They're like, I drove to the post office to get this. I'm like, God, the taxpayer subsidized it. Oh my God. Chris, I'm winning. Oh man, it's beautiful. It is. It's genius. <laughs> so, so what I'm getting at is, and again, what's super nice is you can print off this postage and just slap it on the prepaid envelope and the post office will pick it up right at your door. You don't have to even go to the post office. You just schedule a pickup. It's included in the fee. It's incredible. It's really incredible. Um, so here's what happens. So they get this package, they open it and they're, you know, it's cool, right? Like, you know, or there's, they don't even open it and it's empty, which you probably get a better response. They'll actually call you. Hey, it was empty. <laughs> you might get a better response. I digress. I'm, hey, I'm let me ask you something. But you, hold on, Chris, so you got to call him back. Here's the, here's the kicker. Hey, sure. I'm the assistant to Mr. Chris Waters. You just received this important package with his details. Can I schedule a call for you to speak with him? And you know what they're going to say? Yes. And now they're just scheduled in your calendar, man. I do phone consultations for a pre-qualification call. Dude, we've scheduled over 100, 175 appointments with multifamily building owners this way. We didn't buy any okay, because so all their prices were ridiculous. If, it's a really hot market, but that's, that's another discussion. Okay, so at, you know, people listening to the show very familiar with running Facebook ad campaigns to generate seller leads. People, you know, inquiring on what their home is worth. Those the consumer intent's very low. 
right? Like if you send out, if no, you put, if you push we'll, messaging, you know, check out what your home is worth, right? You know, the consumer intent, their their real interest of potentially selling is pretty low, and your conversion rate on those is going to be pretty low. Would you um tr- would you send that package to people that those type of that lead source? Would you send the the package to that? Hundred percent, I would. So let's let's do the math. Now I don't know the exact. I have to relook at the exact numbers, but let's say a package costs you fifteen dollars all in. All right. So, okay, you have a hundred leads. That would cost you fifteen hundred dollars for a hundred kits. You get. I don't know what your cost per leads were, but let's say your cost per lead was 25 bucks. Well, that's going to be high. So $2,500 plus 1500. Okay. You get one deal. You're in four grand a lead Two, you're in two grand a lead or two grand a sale. Your CAC, right? Cost per acquisition or whatever. So yeah. I mean, I think you would have to get a, maybe you get a lender to throw something in there to get your cost. Sure. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, what's really nice. They call that a free ride. So in direct mail, it's about, it's, it's about, how can I get a free ride? So who else wants to be in an envelope, right? Like who wants to be in the envelope that will pay a part of the toll to get there? And yeah, probably you're probably a lender that sells bridge loans. I mean, I, well, here's what I would do. I would, I would find a financial advisor. So here's the two people that would probably pay the most money, right? Um, or three, in my opinion. The first is going to be a... Um, a lender that provides bridge loans for somebody that want to basically sell the house and use the money to, to go research. That's what knock and homeward do. The second's a financial advisor, Chris, Chris, people selling their homes have been living for 10 years. They're steak dinners with the, with all that money when they sell to a financial advisor, you know? So I would, I would have a financial advisor in there maybe, or uh, I would have a, a home remodeling company. Hey, do you, are you honestly thinking about selling, but there's just nothing to buy? It's really hard. If you thought, I mean, my, my father-in-law is like doing them. Hey, Katie, how much is your dad's remodel? $250,000. They're remodeling the house because they can't find anything else. So this might be a little rough edit here on the podcast um, where we just left off. Chris's back was killing him. And it's a couple weeks later. And uh, Chris is laying on the bed, on the floor of his bed, with some back issues, Chris. Chris, are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I, I found out I have a, a very um, herniate, an acute herniated disc. It's essentially ruptured, and I have to go in and get something called a micro discectomy done because I can't feel my right my right leg isn't working. Um, this it, the hurt the disc is like I saw it on the MRI. It's like this pretty big chunk of my disc. And it's pushing against my sciatic nerve. And so whenever I move my leg, it feels like a, a knife is in my hip and being dragged all the way down to my ankle. That's the best way to describe it. And so um, I see a surgeon tomorrow, but um, I've been pretty much, you know, I have not been mobile since the last time we recorded this. Um, so we're going we're, so we're to pick up where we left off essentially was you asked a question of we have all these online leads. Seller leads, home value requests, whatever, cash offer requests. Dude, and how do we get them to respond? And and these are and typically these are low quality leads in the sense that the intent of the consumer is low. They don't, you know, have any immediate plans to want to list or sell their house. And then you get a lot of people that um, fill in their address to get the home value, but then you don't get their contact information. And so you want to be mindful of how much money are you spending to try to convert these low intent leads 
And you also don't want to be burning your salespeople out, sending them on appointments, and the people just want to get you know a CMA done. Um, so, like, what's the balance there to optimize that type of um, low intent lead? Well, and here's my answer: is obviously you can. We talked about this, and we'll catch everyone up. You can skip trace the address to find additional phone numbers to call them. That's probably your best option. You can you know type in the address and find additional phone numbers and emails and work that way. But what I shared was is we have to show up like no one else. And we were talking about the uh, the priority mail thing. <laughs> we, yeah. put, we sent a piece of priority mail. So, you know, after we ended that podcast and you were still in a, or halfway through the podcast and you were still out of pain, you're like, Frank, I got this. I'm going to go run with this thing. So I wrote a cover letter for you. Yep. Um, I figured I would read that cover letter for the audience today. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and then you came back with the cover letter. You said, Frank, this is no good. I need a whole bunch more. And I said, Chris, I think you're going about this the whole way. I bet you the, I bet you the darn thing could be blank. And then there's nothing in the priority mail kit at all. And people respond back because it's more how you show up. Right. Yep. But why don't you share everyone while I pull this up in my email to read it to the audience and what I wrote for what the cover letter in the, this kit would be, what your vision of what you're going to put into it and what you're going to do. So why don't you tell the audience what it's up. Well, so Frank, you know, um, as you guys heard previously, Frank mentioned using the postal service, uh, specifically the signature required and um, signature confirmation restricted delivery. Yep. Yep, exactly. And so um, it's 16 bucks. And so I was thinking to myself, what could I stick in that envelope? So it's just like, you know, all kinds of value. So shocking we, yeah, shocking up. So I was, we're going to, you know, we were going to put in there like, you know, this is, um, to, to a point that uh, Frank made earlier about uh, Jay Abraham, I um, I actually had uh, one of our graphics designers go on and emulate Jay Abraham's um, thick manual of reviews of all the reviews he's ever gotten, and so I had that created, and so oh, we now have we now have over a thousand reviews. Oh my man, Chris, in a, a PDF, dude. How so? You found the Jay Abraham two yeah. reams of paper of. Yes. Of review of letters of recommendation. We don't have letters of recommendation, yeah. but you got the reviews. Reviews, yep. And are you gonna mail are you gonna put a ream of paper in there? Well, so here's the thing. So when you and I when you and I were talking, I was trying to decide how much to put in the um in that um envelope thing, right? So, anyways, I got the thousand plus reviews on PDF, right? And it looks super impressive. And then we were also going to put a CMA in every single listing and put a listing agreement, say, hey. Name your price in this price range and let us go to work and start bringing these buyers in your home to get your home sold. Um, and then we were also going to put, um, man, what else are we going to put in there? Um, I'm forgetting something. Uh, CMA, listing agreement, reviews, the cover letter. I'm forgetting something. Um, anyways, that's, you know, that's like 80% of it. Um, well, that dude, that's plenty, man. I mean, the reality is it's all how you show up. However, with, like, you, to sign but for Frank, it. you said, I probably don't need to even do all that. I could just send the letter. Dude, I mean, if you want to do a split test, I mean, literally someone is blank. I'm telling you a lot of it. I mean, I can email the same message. I can call with the same message. The stuff's on the web. A lot of it is just how you show up. So, hey, and, look, so today... Um, we spent the past two weeks, right, doing getting all this ready since you and I talked last, right? We built this massive review thing or whatever. And so today we had um, we sent out a huge shipment, a thousand letters um, with what? the uh, yeah, we sent you out a thousand priority mail envelopes? A thousand envelopes, yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. Dude, got- no, whoa, 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 whoa. You're yeah. crazy. 
How did you stuff and mail a thousand priority mail envelopes? Dude, our, our front desk girl has been working on it from from Chris, the end, the end dude, for two Chris, you are crazy. You're crazy. Yeah, well, we... we so um, they're going out today? They're going out today. <laughs> what a great day for the podcast. <laughs> so what, what we sent out, what we sent out... Is you know, hold on. Chris, stop. Everyone listen to this. You guys want to understand what success is. Here's a guy that heard that I, we literally came up with this idea the last time we recorded this. The guy, the guy's back goes out. He's laying on the ground, can't move. <laughs> okay, and literally executes this at a preposterous level of a thousand packaging, a thousand priority mail envelopes and printing off a thousand. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's two weeks, right? So, Still, but in two weeks, it's I all mean, front desk yeah, I mean, that's the um, stuff. The envelopes. Yeah. So, anyways, I found I found the letter. So, so that I, so Frank, our our first split test is with just the cover letter. The okay. next one we're going to do is with all the stuff in it. with all the stuff in it. Okay, so this is just the cover letter in these thousand because he had to, he had to, he had to yeah, get moving. That, that's why that's another way we were able to do it fast. Is like, you know, I didn't put all the other contents in there. There's no way we could have done the CMA on every property in two weeks. So all we're sending is that cover letter that you're about to read. That's a little more reasonable, but still crazy. Yeah, but next time we are going to put everything in there. It's gonna be the shock and awe. Chris, you're crazy. Yeah, um, uh, we wrote a check for 16 grand. (laughs) You know, I think I said earlier in the podcast, um, I actually sent you a couple of videos of, them throwing leaflets out of the C-180 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is Chris Waters on Austin. Oh, I have a buyer for your home. Call me. Yeah. All right. So anyways, let me read the letter. So the, the letter looks like very professional. It has the logo at the top. It has the from. It has the to. It says, dear first name, last name, in all caps, is concerning an offer on your uh, property address, merge property address. So thank you for opening this. I have a very motivated and affluent buyer, which you do. Um, that's very interested in buying your property at one at property address merge off market for a private sale. They are looking for a home with X number of beds, X number of baths merged from the data and property zip code merged from the data. And they are prepared to spend anywhere from offer floor price estimate to ceiling offer price estimates. So you're going to give them a range, right? Right, Chris? Oh, they're prepared to spend this range. So we have an algorithm in the mail merge of here's the low end and here's the high end of what they're going to spend. So enclosed is our letter of intent. So we actually fill out a letter of intent from the buyer with the price range estimate of what we're going to spend once we get some pictures and get some more details on it. So I can write you a full purchase agreement with a specific offer price after a brief review or preview of your home, which we can do over FaceTime or Zoom. I can also have my estimator come out and take a few photos to send to the buyer so they can review your property. They will purchase your home site unseen, most likely. My buyer is prepared to pay you 100% full market value or higher for your home, and it's Austin, Chris, for your home in an all-cash sale. You'll receive a strong, straightforward offer with a short due diligence period with proof of funds. We've sold 5,000 homes. I don't know if that's right. I have to adjust that. we sold 5,000 homes in and around Austin with 356 reviews on Google. Uh, with the real estate market so hot, my affluent buyers prefer off-market deals. You can skip the hassle of a traditional sale this way. You won't have any open houses, strangers in your home. Or your and your sale will be painless and smooth. My buyer's offer will be based on a full market analysis of your property address merge, which is enclosed, 
and comparable sales in your neighborhood, which are enclosed. And most importantly, uh, the price that makes sense for you to move. In a market like this, you can get a lot more than you think. Homes for sale and property zip code merge are few. So please call me at this number, which would be a call real number, or email me. If you're open to a conversation about selling your property, I'd like to learn all I can about your situation and get you a strong, no obligation offer for you at a price and a terms you'll love. I will respect your time. Sincerely, Chris Waters, CEO. So that's what I wrote to you. How did you adjust that? Did you make adjustments to it? What did you change? Yeah, I mean, we just, um, we changed the uh, the contents of what's included. So we took out the section about the CMA, the comps being included. Yeah, but it's still, like we talked about, is I have a buyer. It's a, it's a, it's a very fancy, more affluent looking, I have a buyer for your expensive house. Yeah. I Call mean, me. so in my mind, if um, what, what how I will deem success is if we can take eight listings um eight listings from this it in my opinion that's chris you're gonna get so many calls dude are you ready for this yeah we have chris bills you know chris, that's probably important they have here. chris did, did you type in the email addresses of all these people they use so they get the notifications of being shipped um i, I have to ask uh, so our ask her but remember they're, they're, they're getting the usps shipment notifications as a package yeah. that way yeah. You should probably call them and email them, say, I'm sending you a very important package. Be on the lookout for it. I'd recommend you put an ISA on that. Yeah. So you put, why don't you, why don't you do that right now? Why don't you put an ISA on like just calling and emailing saying, Hey, just so you know, there's an important package coming your way. You'll get some updates from USPS. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll have to sign for it. That's it. Yeah. Don't even tell them what it is. Sure. Right. Okay. Then they're going to get the USPS updates. So they have some idea what the heck's going on because they got called or emailed from Waters International. And then like the, they're going to stop at the door four times, leaving something at the door to get them to sign for it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Love the taxpayer money. And, and it's, it's it, the taxpayer funded. I mean, you know, right by the thank you, man. I mean, go, hey, go hey, government. I'm paying seven figures in taxes. The federal government's financing this prospecting. How great is that, right? The government. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen here. Frank, I don't feel bad in the least because I'm, I'm writing a seven-figure check to Gareth. <laughs> Good well, for you, Chris. I don't feel we're, bad we're also we're also happy for you for the giant amount of money you must be making with a seven figure tax check. <laughs> oh man. Um, hey, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I think this is a great episode for people to be listening to. I'll report back with the results um, and uh, let you guys know. I'm not gonna. I don't want to share any results until like probably a month has gone by. Um, so give me about like a month and Dude, uh, let me collect bro, all the feedback. I have. This is priority mail. Yeah, you're gonna have the phone ring in three days. Yeah, but I want to drop. You dropped a thousand. I want to yes. I want to track listings one right. So like, I don't want to talk about appointments. I want to say how many listing agreements did we get signed. So um, I'll let you guys know in the next thirty days how many we ended up converting. Great, I'm excited for you to start leading sales meetings at the post office while the postal people. Those <laughs> are new salespeople. It's your, oh, it's your, it's your, it's your, you're stuffing a little salesman in a uh, in a uh, in an envelope. You're yeah. sending. You're sending out a thousand little salesmen, salespeople. That's yeah. Is that great? All that right, was a so great, so, great nugget, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you implemented on it, so I'm, I'm glad we kind of wrapped up the show. I, I apologize for the jarring like edit in the middle of this podcast, but I think this kind of brings closure to the idea that we have on the show, and uh, we'll report back to you. So thank you so much for listening. This is the Listing Lead Show. I got to interview my co-host. This is probably one of our better Ooh. ones, Chris. I enjoyed this one. Hey, you know, right? we should, we should, um, man. You know what would be cool. Just start a podcast oh. of things we're trying. 
Yeah, like a, a podcast on uh, testing, and we show like the screens of like before and after, and the money being spent, and um, like you know, I think that would be the, the journey, right? Of like what we're doing on the testing side. No, I could, I could see, I could see us definitely do a lot of shows like that because Chris, there's just not a lot of people that fit the criteria to be on our show. Like yeah. we, we, we've interviewed. Like literally the people killing it at the highest level. Yeah, there's really not a lot of people. And left there's no one really much higher than that before you just get into corporate. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, it'd be great if people could chime in on the show and, and say, hey, you know, we, yeah, we'd like you guys to document and show before and afters of what um, you're doing uh, from an advertising perspective. It'd be cool to screen share. Yeah, I think that's super cool. You know, so anyways, uh, thank you. Every, hey, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate you very much. Chris, get better. Get your back fixed. Yeah, thanks, dude. I see the surgeon tomorrow. So fingers gotcha. crossed. All righty. Um, well, listen to the show, listeningleadshow.com. I'm Frank Klez. It's my co-host, Chris Waters. Thanks for listening. And I hope you guys learned something good and report back to see how this, this crazy experiment of a thousand signature required restricted <laughs> delivery to seller leads, unresponsive seller leads go. We'll report back on the next show. Thank you, everybody.